0: everybody and welcome to another edition of the Copcast Podcast. We're coming to you tonight, a couple of hours after a very disappointing result um, at home against the scum uh, of Manchester United. Joining me on the pod this evening, first up in Belfast, we have Johnny Henderson. Johnny, how are we?
1: I'm alright. I'm alright. Bit of a a flat game. Um,
0: Similarly frustrated?
1: Similarly frustrated.
0: But we'll get Mm, into it. We will. And next up in Liverpool, we have Jay Reid. Jay, frustrated, pissed off, angry. How's the mood? I've just fucking
2: baked me sausages for my dinner tomorrow. (laughs) So that sums up my mood.
0: Um, Well, no no, no more needs to be said. (laughs) Yep, that's it. And last but certainly not least, in Berlin, we have Chief in the form of Dave Dunning. Because Chief was meant to come and he didn't come, so Dave, you're 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 now called Chief. How are you?
3: <laughs> I'm alright. I was like I was happily sitting watching David Attenborough talk about like how global warming's gonna fuck everything up and then I just get this random phone call. Dave, uh hi, come on. And I was like
0: Well, the global warming, global warming is a very serious problem, but we've bigger problems to fuck. Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've,
3: got, <laughs> we've, got, we've, got we've got we've got bigger issues. We've got bigger issues that we need to resolve.
0: And yeah, Dave so um We'll get into it anyway. Listen, I'll start with you, Johnny. Bill Shankly once said seconds nowhere will find ourselves third in the league at the minute. Another <laughs> draw. Well haven't scored one goal in four. The the team that we have been waxing lyrical about, the the the, the mentality giants, the this that uh it's all gone, Johnny. Um several decent chances carved out, finishing appalling. Um heart failure every time the ball fucking the, the comes at us in, in a counter-attack. Okay, they're a decent counter-attack inside. <sighs> no atmosphere. You know, 30 minutes for a meaningful tackle in, in a Manchester United <laughs> against Liverpool, Derby, a classical as they call it here, and, and 30 minutes for a meaningful welcome-to-the-fucking-game tackle. Oh, this game is doing my head And Where do we start?
1: <laughs> Where do we start? Well, let you start with Don't think we're 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 all disappointed by the result. Um, I think deflated for me, be a a strong word. We're we're disappointed by the the result because I think with a bit more, you know, we we couldn't should have have won that game. But at the same time, they had their chances. I think first of all, the occasion itself did it suffer. I, I think that was the that's the first game that. I've really watched where I really felt the fans not being there made such, such a big, big impact on them because everything about that fixture. If you think about that fixture, we've waited. But away, it years. was
0: lovely and friendly today, John. I think that was, that, that was a shock to me.
1: Well, we've waited, Dave, we've waited 30 years to win the league. And I would say the game for those fans and get into that ground, the game more than any other, they would have loved to goad <laughs> to the opposition supporters and brag and sing about being the champions was that game you know we've waited 30 years to get united in their ground and make them <laughs> suffer uh and, and throw it in their face that we're the champions and then we didn't get to do that but you're right everything about the game just doesn't feel like blood and thunder at all you know the, the tackles are you know, that spark that you get off the crowd, even just by, scuff, you know, forcing them to put the ball out for a throw-in, that momentum, that was all lacking. And as for the game itself, you know, the positives for me were, I think Henderson and Fabinho acquitted themselves very well. I think Fabinho was excellent. Allison, I think he should save everything. You know, it wasn't like Alisson did heroics. and straight at him. And he made one good, decent save from uh, Bruno with his with his foot but and I thought Tiago Tiago for me was was very good. He was a bit there was a couple of spells where, you know, the lack of fit, match fitness he maybe faded in and out of the game a little bit, but I thought genuinely his quality stood out head and shoulders above anybody else playing in, in the midfield. I think um Bravo had a good game. I think Trent, there was really good signs from Trent on the second half. He struggled in the first, but he was he was switching the play with, you know, they, they clipped a couple of balls out right to Robertson that looked like the old Trent. But, you know, the worry is the, you know, what it has been the last few games. It's since Manny scored against West Brown put us in front. We just haven't looked like scoring front three where, you know, Bobby has a couple of, I wouldn't say they're guilt edge, but they're just chances that at that level, you need to take one of them. You know, he doesn't strike the ball right. They handled they, they handled Salah well, they handled Manny well, they just didn't look like themselves and you know, they grew into the game. They had a bit of a, a you know, they had a bit of a go in the last twenty minutes or so, but everything just feels a bit hard work and you know, we were talking now pre the pod and hard to put your finger on it. We don't have that freshness up front, we don't have Jada who was Giving us that option to rest players. He was on fire himself. The midfield was makeshift. We're going into a game against the league leaders with a midfield trio that have never played before and two, and the uh, two midfielders at centre back. So all the things that, that this club team were built on consistency, rhythm, structure of the team have all been dramatically altered by the way the season has panned out. And we're suffering, you know, we're suffering um, because of it. Um, and I think a draw was a fair a fair result ultimately. I think if we had took one of the chances in the first half when we looked well on top, um would've changed it. But you know, it is what it is. And um, it's it's trying to put the ball in the net. And if we don't fix that soon, you know, you look at City's result tonight, we might just leave ourselves with with too much to do, you know. So that's
0: how I saw the game. I thought it was a fair result. I hear you, Johnny. Like Jay, Johnny mentions there, you know, like we're having difficulty putting the ball in the back of the net, and maybe it's because of, you know, the, the, the lack of defence and we're having to, to counter and make alliances for that. But if you go back a few seasons whenever we didn't have a defence, we're blowing fucking teams away. Um, You know, we'll just score more than you. And. You know, it, uh, Johnny makes a point. The front three just don't look. at you No, know, Salah was very busy today, but every time he got the ball, it had a minimum of four around him. And you know, we're we're tapping the ball about the area. We're, you know, there, when there seems to be a reluctance to shoot from distance. Um, you know, it all seems to be to be played in the feet in the box or or crossed, and and our crossing's been appalling as well. It's just like all the things that we. We're so good at, you know, like the quality of balls that used to come from the, the fullbacks was second to none. And, you know, that seems to have deteriorated as well and, and, and maybe has the knock on effect with the front three. But it just looks a bit of a disjointed mess at the minute. They
2: just don't look like they're playing for the, for each other. It looks like they're playing for themselves. It seems like I don't know how many times you, you get Salah one on one not many in the game but the times you do you think just go at your man just take him on and he doesn't do it and you think well why not if you're, you're not confident or so you're not thinking that it's going to come off or if you beat that man if you got to then beat the other then I don't know Mane's a frustrating figure today I think in a lot of games recently we've, we've seen him try not a lot of endeavour from him but he's trying um, Bobby for me he's had two decent games this season and he's 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 fell back into that rut today and I, you know we love the Bobby Firmino things that he does but they weren't even coming off for him today and I think you know there's a couple of occasions where he could have played the pass he tried to take the shot he could
0: have took the shot and played
2: the pass and it was just all not right we're trying to be too
0: cute you know we're trying we're just just trying
2: to be too cute I'm like, you know, we we've had issues with the fact that Henderson has been chipping this ball into the box today. He put, put it in once because he was playing in the centre back position today, but even our balls from, from Trent have been off. Trent's been near on shite for the last nine months. Um, I think Robertson put one dangerous ball into the box today and it just for the team that was so good, how can we be so bad? Um just so flat it 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 shouldn't be as simple as losing one player but it ultimately boils down to it is like you take Van Dijk out so then you have to drop Fabinho back so then you lose something in your midfield okay we've lost Matip and Gomez so we've lost then Henderson to go back but even when we've had Henderson in the midfield recently and Thiago's come into the scene this year but last year we didn't have him the year before we didn't have him and we were fine like can it really just be because we've lost Van Dijk? It yeah,
0: you're You're, be, you're, it seems you're a to stadium be. goer. You're a stadium goer. And for, for my money today, and I'm curious in your, your thoughts, on that, if that had been a full stadium today and we'd have been sitting at 60 minutes at 0-0, that crowd would have just erupted and pushed them home. And, you know, we, we talk about it, and we've talked at the death, to be honest with you, the, the effect of not having fans and, and an atmosphere in the stadium. But I think for a game like that, today, the, the the magnitude of that game today and, and you know, it's one of our biggest fixtures of, of, of the season and it just didn't feel like it.
2: We'll take it back 12 months to when we did play them, it was 12 months to the day on Tuesday that we played them last year and, alright, we, we all loved that moment of the second goal going in and we're going to win the league, but it was what I remember, the second half, we'd come out and we'd had a good start the first half, put put us 1-0 up and then they saw us come back into it much like today's game but the second half we come out and we were baying for blood and we murdered them for 20 minutes and they were attacking the cop end and it was it was the almost cliche of we're going to suck the ball in but it was the fans the adrenaline was pumping the fans were pumping and that is just not there without the fans and I've become disconnected with football because I do go to the game and you're not being that involved, I know it's different for those who don't go to the game, but I think we've all said on this spot, the disconnect with football is for many other reasons. That That's the main reason for me. And I think it, even when you're watching on the telly, you can just tell there's no atmosphere and it's a huge disconnect. And I think, as you said before we started recording, or maybe it was when you were recording, that's the game that we want the fans. There. That was the game that we wanted to rub their noses in it. And we've not been given that opportunity. And that alone is just... Fucking hell, we've still to see the trophy,
0: Jay. Yeah, never, never mind anything else. You it's, know? Just,
2: it's just lost. And it just doesn't feel right. And I, it, can't, it can't be as simple as losing Van Dijk and not having the fans there. But maybe it just is. Maybe it just is that we run on that much passion and adrenaline that without, those, without the fans and without the leader at the back that we are just missing much but i don't know maybe the other lads have got it, but it can't just be as simple as that but it seems
0: no i i couldn't disagree with you at all on, on anything you say there Jed. It just like I, I i'm miles away from it and i just feel so oh football's just just lost it's the bubbles burst for me it, it, it's awful and, and dave you know like i think i i said pre-pod we we're almost becoming like fingers arsenal at a stage where we want to pass the ball into the ball every goal needs to be perfectly I mean, you know we, we we cited there you know Bobby Firmino's little flicks here and there where maybe just taking a shot and the, the only meaningful fucking save that De Gea has to make is uh, a blockbuster from uh from Thiago outside the box and it, there seems to be a real lack of that and you know we've seen it with the short corners in a couple of games as well there's a real lack of just fucking going for it and uh, where, where, where are you standing on?
3: Um, it's a really difficult one, Dave. Um, I think I think that game we sure were a lot better than them. We show sure, we, sure, we sure were a far better football side than they are. It wouldn't
0: be difficult to be fair because they were shite. No,
3: but yeah, but I think we I think we absolutely nullified any sort of threat that they had. Granted, yes, they had the two best chances of the game, but by and large, Fernandez is anonymous. Rashford is anonymous. Martial, pff, he's hooked, and it, it, you know you you could have been forgiven for not realising he'd been taken off the pitch because he gets such a such little impact on the game. Fernandes,
0: I didn't see the whole first half; it was the yeah, second half. Yeah,
3: but this is exactly it, and I think that part of our game was was absolutely excellent. Um, but at the top end of the pitch, it just kind of feels like we're kind of feels like we're going through the motions and just expecting something to happen, and and it's not. And I think again, I'll, I've said this before, but decision making, like Firmino's left foot slice, um, it's just, it's just, a, it's literally that's that's Bobby's game. If he just feints to shoot and slides Robbo in there, that's 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 his game. And Robbo maybe doesn't score, but he either shoots or he just slides it across the six yard box. And
0: uh, Robbo has a tendency to hit rose Ed when he, when he, yeah, shoots he's, yeah, he's 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 he's
3: he's less accurate with his shooting than than his crossing and passing.
0: And and, and I could say rose Ed because that's the last letter, we could go, we could go much further than yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, you could rose Ed four or whatever it is, but yeah, um. So I don't know. I I just feel a little bit like we're we're going through the motions and Jay's absolutely right. I remember I remember the game last year, we came out the second half and it's probably the it's I, I would say it's the best twenty minutes of football I've seen that team play. They were absolutely incredible. It was an assault on Manchester United. Like you'd literally look at them. It was like watching it was like watching someone drowning, trying to gasp for air and get their head above water. Um and that was what it that was what we made that team feel like and at no point in the game today or in the last five or six games have, have we made teams feel like that and we we were dominant without really being penetrative and the concern kind of for me is that I looked at the lineup and I thought, oh, it's a bit of a risk. Defensively, Shakiri and, you know, Shakiri Thiago, the front three and if you throw those those two, the front five the front three, and and the two fullbacks in there. You've essentially got you know seven attacking players in the pits, and regardless of how creative and inventive these players are labelled as, we still were unable to find any sort of penetration, for want of a better word. So I think there's a worry for me a little bit and you know me Dave I'm very much a glass half full kind of guy but that lineup was a little bit like clock going well do you know what like we scored a couple of goals and we looked a lot better when Shakiri and Thiago were on the pitch so do you know what I'll just throw the attacking lad I'll It had, it had really... a
0: lucky dip
3: feel about it Dave Yeah a little. yeah yeah. it's like do you know what I'll, I'll throw the like kind of enigmatic maverick attacking lads on who can like pick a pass and, and see but, see but if that makes a difference
0: Are you not concerned at, at the real physical evidence of a plan B like this is, this has been a problem for us. We, we, we got over it. Um, and, and, you know, we, we, we could maybe say if we, if we look back, maybe there was a few occasions where we got lucky and got away with it. And then there's a few games I can think of wolves last season for a prime example. we got away with one and we're just not getting away with it. Um, you know, no, what, yeah,
3: it, because I think, I think you're right. And I think it's because we're going through the motions instead of, instead of really knuckling down and deciding, just literally deciding through brute force and ignorance, we're going to make something fucking happen here. We're going to make something happen. Uh, we're going if, to, if needs be, we're going to bully the ball into the back of the net. And we, we did it time and time again last season. And the, the irony is that, you know, with so many concerns about, how we would perform defensively this season and actually I think we've been pretty good but <sighs> sticking the ball in the net's one thing you know we, we go from we go from literally taking every chance against Palace that we have bar one um, to Newcastle when we have enough chances to win the game and don't take them to Southampton where we barely trouble their keeper and because we can see an early goal, you, you can maybe go, well, it kind of changes the game plan and blah, blah, blah. But again, today, we've, we've all the territory and all the possession that you would require in order to fashion three or four guilt-ed chances. or at least we did. Half, we at did. At least half chances. Did we, we did. But, did they we all fell,
0: but they all fell to Bobby Firmino. But were
3: they re- but, Dave, were they really chances? Is there one Is there one the chance that have, came the our
0: standard, way? Th- the standard that we have set, those are good Chances.
3: Dave, the two best chances in the game: folder Fernandez and Pogba. And I, I'm talking about. Far, I couldn't
0: care about them. I'm talking about us.
3: That that's fine, but by far they're the two best chances of the game. We there at no stage there am I looking at going? He should have scored. He should have made the keeper work. He should have scored. They're at best half chances. I think. So I don't know where we go from here, but there's there's an issue which needs to be resolved, and it's. How we're going to make those, those eight, nine out of ten chances that are often talked about, because that was, that was a, a, that was a staple of this team where we make really clear goal scoring chances. And if we don't stick that one away, we'll make another really clear goal scoring chance and we'll stick the next one away. And we are just not doing it at the minute. And with City winning and winning to nil, to nil, to nil, um, there's, got to be massive concerns here and let me tell you bringing in a centre half of whatever quality I don't think is necessarily the answer to the issues that we're experiencing at the minute
0: No, I'm, I'm, you know what I, I couldn't really argue with that Dave and I, I don't think you First know, shock
3: we- of the day anyway
0: no, but you know, look, look. We saw when when Matt went off, things just started to go wrong. Um, and 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 again, if if we get if we were to get somewhere to talk of a long deal, I said in this. And I said
3: this a while ago, Dave. I think like, see the Matt Up injury, you could see physically, like shoulders drop, and Matt Up walked off yep. against West Brom. And yep. I honestly am maybe starting to think that this this collection of individual people, remember that they're people, yep. has maybe just had one kick in the teeth too many and they're taking longer than expected to you know literally pick themselves up and dust themselves off and give themselves a slap in the face and go "Fuck sake lads right let's 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 actually now go and sort this out because we've got problems and we need to we need to we need to fix it
0: no i hear you and i'm i'm, I'm gonna come to johnny next because you know you're t- we're talking about all the problems that we have we have another um, albeit le- less serious problem and that's the the state of the referees because it was there was quite some quite creative um refereeing done today um from from blowing up the game too soon at halftime when we were clear on goal to some of the weird offside rulings are you know not the rulings as, so much as you know United were always allowed to play on we were stopped immediately and, and and you know if if we take it across the the games that we played the refereeing's been shocking for us as well um but there's there's a factor in there as well, John.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loath to talk about the referees because, you know, we we've done a lot of it between that and, and VAR and <laughs> this season. Um, I think well, 30, thankfully
0: VAR gave us a fucking week off, which was nice. Yeah, <laughs> there was nothing the, to nothing to examine. There
1: was nothing, yeah. but we didn't create
3: anything significant enough for VAR to get involved.
1: Exactly. exactly. I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Tierney's, Tierney's a useless referee. And I, I, you know, it's probably, when it's your own team, you always think that certain some, some referees are biased. And, you know, there's people like Paul Tompkins. He's done stats about t- touches in the box and Manny and Salah and decisions they get in the box compared to English players. And some of that is quite striking, but, um, I just thought he was as normal. You know, he's not, he's just not a good referee. And I think the one that we all are sort of bemused by is that one right on half time. You know, it's a minimum, it's a minimum of one minute stoppage time. There's, there, there's like five seconds of a clap. And just as the player, maybe,
0: maybe his watch is, is, is set differently to the, the clock on the, on the television.
1: Who knows? Who knows? What goes through You mean set at United time? Yeah, you know the ball's played over the top and money is in, and it was the one time in the whole game we actually created a situation where Lindelof was a bit out of position and we were in, but he blew it up. I just thought too there was a couple of ones, there was a couple of decisions where you know Salah, there's it's 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 just every week now Salah gets manhandled and defenders just seemingly can grab it and they can. Uh, it's like WWE with Salah. You can mark Salah by just wrestling him and it never gets called up on. And there were just a couple of decisions that were baffling. And the, there was one as well where Liverpool were about to counter attack uh, in the first half. And United were offside and Liverpool started the break and he just blew the whistle and stopped it. It was, um, it, 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 was it was frustrating. And then there was the one that I think both Both sets of players are probably getting fed up. Apparently, Solskjaer mentioned at the club at the end was this, you know, nonsense of a player gets the ball and he's blatantly offside and uh, they just don't blow their whistle. Uh, The linesman doesn't put his flag up. It's just infuriating. So listen, it's, I cannot ever remember as bad a batch of referees in, in the league. They're generally just, they're, they're, in my opinion, they're incompetent. You know, they're, they're incompetent. They're inconsistent. And you could, you could cry. I, I think Michael Oliver's the only one of the whole bunch that's actually a semi. He, he's a pretty good referee, in my opinion. But yeah, listen, he
0: he's uh, prone to the odd fuck up as well, i.e. Virgil van He think. is.
1: He's not, yeah, he, he is. I mean, although I blame the uh, David Cooper, <laughs> the Man United fan, <laughs> for the the oversight on that environment. But listen, it was one of them. He wasn't great. He, did he help us? No. Did he help the flow of the game? No. Of course he didn't. But again, I don't think we can blame we 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 can blame him much as it would be easy uh, to blame him for the for the result.
0: No, I hear you. And you know Jay moving forward here, like you know, we've seen what we've seen over the last three, four games. It's hardly been inspiring stuff. And next up we go, I think, to Burnley, and then we've United in the cup next weekend. Um, we need to get some points in the board, and we need to get some points in the board quick. Uh, we've got a, we've got a tough lot of fixtures coming up.
2: Yep. <laughs> uh, I think the lads went over the night in the pod. Um, it isn't easy. Nobody said it's going to be easy retaining the title, but. It doesn't help when you're not scoring goals because you don't score. Michael Owen says if you don't score the goal, you don't win a game. And, you know, as simple as it comes from Michael Owen that. Um, but the games are coming thick and fast and maybe that's what we need. Um, because we seem to be better when we have a run of games back to back to back. But,
0: you know, we had that well, little You know, the lads were saying they're their pre-pod, Jay as well. Like, Ma- uh, Manny and Salah look fucking out in their feet at times during that game, you know. so is is this run of games really what we need? Yeah,
2: arguably not I mean, I couldn't give two fucks about the FA Cup next week, and maybe that's when we'll see the rebirth of Mino because he's done something wrong for not even getting on the pitch when we need something up front, and okay he's a bit, you know in and out of games, but he's got an intelligent mind, he knows what to do with the ball, and You know, putting Divock Origi on today when you're looking for a goal just isn't going to work because you know bread and butter throwing balls if we were going to throw balls high into the box for Maguire and Lindelof is what they want and Origi isn't a big towering striker he's not did the a-drop but he's not going to challenge for balls so that's not going to work he's clearly not asked about football or if he is asked about football it's not with Liverpool anymore he just hasn't looked bothered since Barcelona game for me um, so why not give Minamino a go um, the game for me today was crying out for Shaq at about 65 minutes where you know not for Shaq, for Oxford, sorry because Shaq come in and as clever as he was we clearly weren't getting through their banks of four then five so put someone on who's going to run directly at them you might get a free kick if you're lucky out of these refs, you never know Um because you don't get one of your names, Mo Salah. Um, so just on, on that regard, yeah. But Burnley, you'd say on paper, we should be going there, and we should be putting them to, to the sword with what we've got, talent-wise. But
0: said that in we all, Fulham, we, we said that at we, Brighton, we've said yeah, that about Southampton.
2: For weeks and weeks we've said it. And, I mean, it could just be a case of we need a we need a 1-0 win where the goal goes in off someone's asked you, because it says just to get that feeling and if it goes in off Salah or Mane or Firmino's backside, then then so be it. But we need something and we need something fast. I couldn't give give a shit about the FA Cup next week, so if we just go and get them three points against Burnley and then we do whatever we do in the FA Cup, so be it. If we go out of it, it could be a blessing that to fix your congestion down the line might help us because City and United, Well, City will go through because they've got Cheltenham, United will go through if they beat us. And They've already got games. Well City have got games that are piling up anyway. So it might play in our favour if we go out. But I just don't know. It just it just feels so flat, so dead. Football just feels dead at the moment and you know we just think yeah, next game it'll change and you know, this morning I got up and I thought,
1: you
0: know,
2: today's the day where we're gonna, you know, put them to the sword and shut them up and we just didn't. I think
0: there was many um, like you, Jay. There was many, many
2: like you. It, it, I don't know how many times we've done it now and I hate I don't like being negative. I, I always am the positive one, but it just is dragging me down at the moment and I don't I don't know. You just you just hope that maybe the small chink of light like on clinging to that we play on Thursday and City and United play on Wednesday. We'll know we know the situation as it is now, but we'll know the situation even more then because they're more than likely both going to win them games. And we we have to win. It's not even an option. We have to win. And you'd hope it it sticks a rocket up the last and they do something. But what that rocket's going to do and who he's going to pick to go out there, I'm sure we might get into it now. But I think if you went out with the team you're in today, you'd probably get something. But I think we just need to try and mix things up a little bit because it's clearly not working. And I think the front three... Is maybe where we've got to start because that's three games now without a goal and Martin Tyler couldn't remind us enough to prick but it is a problem And <laughs> we don't need that mank bastard telling us every time that oh, Liverpool haven't scored for three games and Gary Neville's chirping and Carrick just sat there like a little puppy dog, a Biden Biden because he's working for Sky and yeah I'm just picking things to moan at now because the referees is another one we could get into but that was a shambles as well when the, the flagging offside for Rashford five six seconds after he's played the ball, but as soon as Manny even breathes a bit of air offside, the flag goes up and the play stopped. And yeah, it's just, it's just all getting too much, and we just need something to shout about and not moan about. And hopefully that is on Thursday we can get to it.
0: No, I hear you. Uh, Jay makes some points there, Dave, and and it's like this is Burnley. What do we do at centre back? Do we play Henderson again there? Do we, do, do we take that away from the midfield or do we put him in, back into the midfield again? Maybe, um, a Genie Henderson, um, Tiago midfield and play either Nat Phillips if it's if they're going Ariel or, or, or Reese Williams, um, in there. uh, you know, I don't think we can change the front three. Um, the midfield is dependent on what happens with the defence now, which is bizarre. Our midfield game's all fucked up because, you know, they're going to be playing, but are they going to be playing centre-back? You know, do, do we really need Henderson at centre-back for, for Burnley, do you think?
3: Um, do we need Henderson at centre-back for Burnley? I think against Burnley, you need a whole pile of big lads on the pitch. I think that was something... Something that struck me recently is you mentioned the short corners. Whether we started recording, I'm not sure. But you mentioned the short corners, Um, and it's all about Pep Barcelona when a corner is literally used as just a, a, a restart of the play to pass the ball about in the final third uh, because we don't have a lot of big lads on the pitch at the minute. Like we genuinely don't. So Nat Phil- or Nat Phillips, I think for Burnley. Woods and Barnes, yeah, thanks. That'll do me. Get Henderson back in the midfield. Um, I think what we need to find is form. With no form at the minute. And form is not something this team has lacked for probably three years now. We've never been out of form, and we're out of form at the minute. And we have never had to arrest this. We've had games, like catastrophic failures in individual games, but the next game, we just bounce right back. And it's like, oh, where, did this, where did this performance come from? 4-1 at Spurs is the obvious one that everybody's always going to point to. But we just don't have any form at the minute. There's been ample opportunity for this team to bounce back from, you know. A, a,
0: yeah, but I think, a, think it's the, the lack of goals. Because even whenever we were shitting, we were conceding, like, we were scoring just for fun. Yeah,
3: and this team's become a possession-based team. This isn't that team that you know. Yeah, we were conceding goals, but we were scoring loads because every game you watched was the best game of football in the world to watch because it was like a fucking te- like a like a a game of tennis, you know, back and forward, back and forward. Game was open, it was stretched, and you don't get that with us anymore because then it show it showed today we had so much of the ball and teams actually have started to let us have the ball because. They know if they are going to go and have a go at us, potentially things will open up. And we adapted that really, really well last year, but we seem to have lost that cutting edge um, in the tight spaces. And I think Jay touches on a really good point. I think again, I mentioned, and I I I'm loathe to to point fingers at anybody, particularly the manager, but I thought the starting lineup, as we said, was a bit of a lucky dip, well put by yourself um but the subs you know i think they's right I'm with an ox to come in there and and commit players do you know go past somebody go past the player and and drag him out of position i think we saw tiago did do that a couple of times and
0: in the first ox half ox gives you sort of shots from range as well dave that we're yeah. we're seemingly lacking at the moment the confidence doesn't i think it is a confidence thing that we're not hitting them from outside the box
3: yeah i, I think so um the other one, again, I think Minamino as well. I think he's great in tight spaces. I think the way the game was congested, and he would have had players in and around him. I think he, I think for me, I think probably 60, I would have thrown tacky on for for Bobby because he was having a fucking mare. Um, you know, even his, his, his finishing aside, I don't think he was affecting the game in any way. I think Shaqiri disappeared out of the game. I think Thiago, second half, disappeared out of the game. And it just all became very, very pedestrian. And I think Burnley is going to pose a similar challenge. And I think what what Burnley want is to say, here, see those boys out there, those fullbacks? Just to kick it into the box. Because you know what Ben Me is going to do and Tarkovsky is going to do? They're just going to fucking head it away. And... We'll kick the ball up in the air to to Barnes and Wood. And if you can't head that away and you can't pick up a second ball, then we'll probably cause you, cause you problems. And it's just, just, I I just think we, we have a, we're talking earlier on, on, on the group chat and there's still a lot of confidence because this team has earned, it's earned that. It's earned the fact that we should have confidence in them because of what they've done and what they've achieved and how they've bounced back from adversity. But for me, for the first time in a long, long time, I have massive concerns about the trajectory of this team. And it's not, as I said, it's not a, let's go out and sign a centre-back and that's going to fix all the problems issue, which everybody's talking about. Let's sign a centre-back, let's sign a centre-back. There is something tactical that we need to adjust to. And you can look up the road to City. And Pep has tactically adapted this season. And fair play to him because he's literally compromised all of his core beliefs. And said, I'm going to make this team robust and difficult to break down and hard to beat. And if we win by the odd goal, fucking so be it. But it's three points on the board. We don't need to go out there and be the globe Globetrotters every week. We, you don't think that,
0: you don't think his, his his champions league aspirations have, have played into that a, a lot Dave i do
3: well Dave, maybe they have but the fact of the matter is he's been able to do it you know he's been able to take a step back take a look albeit he's brought in Diaz um who looks to be a decent player stones is in there but they're not the free flowing we're gonna hammer you you know we're gonna we're gonna literally what they used to do is they used to be three or four up like inside like 35 40 minutes and they used to take the rest of the game off. I don't do that anymore and whether it's the fact that it's a, it's a, a seasonal approach because it's so condensed and and the focus is on the lack of intensity and pressing high up the pitch I don't know but I think it shows innovation from Guardiola um to do something different to challenge us and to cover up the issues that, that they've been having, which were primarily at the back, and we now need to go away and take a look and do something similar.
2: It's amazing what happens when you bring a sensor back in when you when you show us at the back in it. Yeah, and, and Jay, totally <laughs> to, totally but I think you know the the wider
3: the wider point is is, you know, when Vincent, when when company was there, uh, they were they were still hammering teams three and four and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know get your pins and and just be facetious. Yeah, but you you are right. And and again, if if you can bring a centre back in and you can move for being you or Henderson or, you know, fucking lo and behold, there might be a situation where um Mannet might actually be able to like walk onto a football pitch and like run about and stuff and you get him and some other boy who you've just signed in at the back, and all of a sudden you've got Fabinho and Henderson back in the midfield. That might make a world of difference, but at the minute, that's not that's not the situation, so we need to be a
2: bit more creative in how we're going to arrest this problem that we're having. There is a little bit of news tonight on Massacre, I think it's from Klopp himself, where he said he trained Friday and looked okay, but then going to be in full training from tomorrow and then we will see but we don't know and the last words were we don't know so that that just tells you everything about the lad that way if he doesn't know or whether he's just playing games that he's just playing games but if he's genuinely we're taking him at face value and he just doesn't know if he's going to be there from day to day how can how can he plan for, for what we're doing from game to game if he genuinely doesn't know if he's going to have him available that's that's a problem. And it's a problem that we can address right now in the next two weeks that we think we've got until the window shuts. But right now, it just genuinely doesn't like we're, we're going to. And it just looks like we're rolling by, like trying to paddle upstream with plastic oars that are disintegrating or something. I don't know. It just isn't working. And that I think that's the frustrating thing more than anything that although the results aren't going our way, we know what the problem is, but we're just not seemingly doing anything about it. it, it, it it's just adding more to sort of the frustration, isn't it, really? And but,
0: but how, how much of that, Jay, would boil down to... And, and, and we know how, how this club operate now in, in the transfer market. They don't plug gaps. It has to be a recognised target, so on. It has to represent value. has to be a certain type of player. For us to, you know, and, and, and I agree with what you say. I, I would love to see somebody come in, but what we've seen, uh, from FSG, what we've seen from Edwards and, and the Klopp era is, is very much, much more pragmatism than, than reactionary, um, signings. And, you know, there, there's talk of this lad from Real Madrid that we're looking possibly, um, as, as a loan to buy signing that kind of makes sense at the minute. But there's just something, there's just something that 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 causes me doubt, and, and it's because we are so meticulous in who we take on and why we take them on.
2: There's a reason why we've done so well in the transfer market because of that strategy. But there comes a time when push comes to shove, and you've got to swallow your pride, and you've just got to accept the fact that you just need to do something for the here and now and it, it's a cliche that the next game is the most important but that next game is the most important if you can do something about it and we can and we just if we're going to persist without then then that is it's on either the board or Klopp or whoever has made the decision that if we don't bring a sense back in it's on their heads be it, because we can do something about it and if we choose not to then that is down to them it's not down to anyone else because we we could do something we've known about the situation since October that we weren't going to be without Van Dijk and and Gomez for the whole season we've known since three years ago four years ago that you cannot rely on Joel Matter from week to week so it's not like the situation's arisen itself in the last fortnight we've had plenty of time to plan for this and if it is that we go by the playbook of we sign players for the long term well if that player was maybe targeted for the summer and he's available now you, it was then you go and get him if you can if that player isn't available now then you go to plan B then you go to plan C and you just work your way down your list because there's without doubt that we have lists of players for each position that we want and it's well known that we, we plan for windows two or three in advance so surely we've, we've planned for a centre-back or two to come in then we, we act. We've, we've got to do something because right now it's not working. We are literally we're standing still. And as you've said before in the past on many a podcast, standing still in football, you're going backwards.
0: Well, we're, we're, yeah, we're, this league is slipping away as a result, Jay.
2: Matt, and it's it's sad to see because we've got players at the very peak of the powers in the at the peak of the careers in the ages of 25 to 29. This league, this season, or it—it it comes with a with an asterisk of it's not the normal season, but it's the easiest league to be won. We could have pissed this league, and we just got our shit together and knuckled down and looked after ourselves, but we just haven't done it for some reason. Then it, it could be a costly day. We could have went back to back something that hasn't been done for many teams in in a while. The, only the really good teams, I think, City were. I've done it once in the last nine or ten years. I've gone back-to-back titles. We could have put that marker down. We could have created a dynasty of three, three titles in three years, being obviously the Champions League, the one before. These players could have wrote themselves into that, and Klopp could have wrote themselves into that. And if we don't do it, we genuinely only got ourselves to blame. And I'm not knocking FSG, but you know, if it's them, or if it's Edwards, or if it's Klopp, whoever it is, we're standing still when we should be moving forward, or we've got the opportunity to anyway.
0: Yeah, and I, no, no, Jay, I absolutely hear you on the stand and still part, and, and, and you do make a good point, but I think, like, all things considered, this is a, as, as you say as well, it's an anomaly of a season. It's, it is an anomaly. Uh, we'll never have another season. Oh, please, God, we'll never have another season like this. <laughs> God, no. Uh, um, Johnny, yourself, get, getting back to Burnley, um, what, what what what's your... And I'm sure you have some comments as well on what Jay was saying as well. But what 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 do you think we should be doing for Burnley? Would you put Henderson back in midfield?
1: I would, yeah, I would. I think it's important to get that that balance back into the the midfield. And uh, as 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 Dave was saying, you know, Nat Phillips does the job. He'll jump, he'll win win balls. It'll be a game of dirty. You know, it'll be a dirty game with, with with a lot of... They'll play very direct and they'll look to scrap. But it's down to us. I mean, we're going to have... We, we know we're going to have probably 75-80% of the ball. um, And it's been a theme in the last... Uh, I think I'd read earlier that you know in the last before the United game in the last three weeks of fixtures we've had the most touches in the box of any, of any team. Uh, so we're just not you know, there's just that spark. There's that creative spark missing. We're not creating um good chances. And something's got to give and we've got to change that. And yeah, out have been, uh, just been a massive factor, I think, in the freshness. And, you know, he was an, a man who was banging for him and you could take him in, could drop someone else out and give them a break. So, Burnley's, you know, it, it's a must win. It goes without saying it's a must win. I think on Jay's point, I get it. I mean, I, I, I've been quite vocal, not supporting FSG stance, but, you know, sometimes people are very demanding about, we need to buy someone, we need to buy, and you look at what Klopp wants to do with, with a group of players, but I think with Van Dijk and Gomez, listen, we all felt, after especially after those first few games, that we were going to stroll for this title um because we had by a distance the best team. I still think we put out our best team and we would have strolled to the title. Um but we've lost. Uh we we lost Van Dyke, we lost Gomez, we lost the two of them in the space of a fortnight. That's just it's horrendously bad luck. Um then we've we've got Thiago who gets we we lose him in the same game as Van Dyke. And we hardly see him for four months. That was his home uh, debut, John. <laughs> it's, it's extraordinary, it really is. Seventeenth I mean, of January. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And we've had the soldier on, and you know, Alison, we've had her keeper out for a month. We've had Trent out. We've had Matt about for ages. You know, you look through the injuries, it's crazy. So, i uh, be mindful of saying things like, you know, we're 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 going backwards and we're standing still, and things like that. I think. There's context to that, and that this is just, we've had horrendously bad luck, but I think the centre-back situation, I agree with Jay, and that those two guys went out. Maybe if Matip had came in, we remember before when Gomez got injured at Burnley, um, Matap came into the team, and he had a real excellent run of games on the team. We were massively consistent. We got 97 points. We won the Champions League. And we were sort of hoping, I think everybody was sort of hoping, well, maybe he can he can dig in and we can get that out of him. But he's, you know, it, it's been a gamble too many he, since he broke down. And I think, you know, Dave, you know, Don's hit the nail on the head, I think, psychologically, when he went down against West Brom. We just... In the lead up to that, we beat the Spurs. We were all on a high. Firmino scored a header. We then went and scored seven at Palace. We were absolutely flying. We were 1-0 up against West Brom. wasn't a great game. Manny had scored a good, great, great finish. And we looked like we were going to win our third game in a row. He went off and we conceded a sloppy goal that was probably a foul on Firmino from a set piece. We haven't looked right since. And I think psychologically, maybe it was one blow too many. And I think for as much of the boost, I just think, you know, you hear names bandied about, as Jay says, there'll be a list there. Militao, who's apparently there, I'm sure he would come in a heartbeat to Liverpool, Champions League, and a title to fight for. Someone just to give a bit, just to have a senior centre-back. We don't have a senior centre-back. I mean, I know Fabinho's playing there, and he's probably one of the best in the division but we miss a lot from him not being in the number six, and for me, that opportunity is, the league is still there. There's there's an opportunity here. City is, you know, City are going well. They're they're winning routine games. I've yet to see City really dig it out against anybody of note. Uh, You know, the the away performance at Chelsea aside, and and Liverpool were very impressive at Chelsea as well when they won. Uh, I don't think Chelsea are all that, but They've just been grinding out and beating the teams that they they normally would beat. And we've just stopped doing that. And I think a center back, whilst it mightn't address, it's not going to address the the ball in the net maybe entirely, but it changes completely the dynamic of a midfield. And I think that's a bigger part of our problems. So I'd love us to bring someone in. You know, that military name keeps popping up on loan. To me, that's, there's nothing to lose there senior international experience of a big club, just to have a, senior, a body in there to do it. But, you know, you look at the next six, seven games, it's now, it really is make or break time. We, we've come off the back of four games that we would have thought we'd have won. We've only taken three points. Um, we're now at a point where City can win their game in hand, go five ahead of us. And, you know, we cannot let that get, any bigger that gap before they come downfield so we've, we've got to start firing Um, it's as simple as that so yeah it's going to be it's the next the next few weeks are going to be absolutely absolutely critical but in short I really hope we bring someone in um, up, into that centre back position just for that bit of stability and bit of reassurance
0: No I hear you, I absolutely hear you and, and, and West it, 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 it seems unlikely um, you, you know, when when you guys have exp- explained it there, you know, I've, I just can't help but thinking to myself that you you know, given how we plan meticulously and the fact that we knew that we've lost those two centre backs for the season, and we we you know, you would think if, if we were going to make that move, that we would have made it very early in the window, not to, after day seventeen of of the month. Um, of the window and I, and I think that that's where I'm sort of we may get something in John but if we'd have been really really after someone would have had them the first day of the window
1: yeah yeah the way we do business I, I did expect that to happen in the window and that, yeah and I don't know now if these results change the thinking I don't know but we don't seem to be a club that make a decision based on a result so you know and um, the heart says we, we should bring someone in and I'd love to see it my head I definitely, it'll be a surprise to me if we do bring someone in
0: Well it'll all be revealed within the next two weeks um, and, and hopefully we'll be in two weeks time we'll be in a happier place but I think that'll do us for tonight uh, we've had enough frustration for one evening we're going to leave that horrible game behind and, and and focus on on getting back on track again and I think that's 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 the most important thing from here on in is getting this fucking ship righted or the train back in the tracks, whatever way you want to look at it. But uh, as I say, we'll leave it there, gents. Thank you very much, as always, for your time. Um, I'm sure Dave and Colby back after um, Burnley. So just one last thanks to the listener for taking the time to listen to us. And until the next one, up the misfiring reds.